Good morning. I'm Peter Inch, along with Dan Peterson and Jamie Weisler. We are the co-hosts of the Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, presented by Royington Sons Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing, a service experts company, a sixth, or sorry, six, an eight-time winner of the Consumer's Choice Award, seven-time winner of the London Free Press Best of London, three-time winner of the Best of Home Stars, and two-time winner Top Choice Award, Presenting sponsor of the London Knights radio broadcast, which we won't talk about the game. Presenting sponsor of the OK Tire BKT Tire 2020 Continental Cup. Well, thank you for listening today. Hope you're able to listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 as we provide you some information about your heating, air conditioning, and plumbing. But most important, those phone lines are open at 519-643-643. 2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Don't wait. Give us a call. Now we have a special guest with us today. Back to the show for the second time. Uh, John Gannat from the Hawkins Gannat Foundation for CO Education. But we really should congratulate you on your 45th wedding anniversary. That uh, We were trying to get you in a little earlier when the CO Awareness Week was on. Uh, but you were away on a little trip. Yeah, we went away on a cruise. Uh, I had to get my priorities straight. My wife is number one, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, Maybe that's why I'm not married yeah. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you can learn, Peter. Yes, I can still learn. <laughs> well, that's great, and congratulations. That's quite an achievement. Have you guys reached 45 years yet? No. 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 30. Uh, 30. 30. Well, 31. 31? Yeah, yeah. County. 37. Okay. Well, you got, you still, you got some room yeah. to grow here. We're on our way there. Peter's zero. Something you said for that. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. All I know is to get to 45, it takes a lot of work. And, <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and John brought a couple of uh, gifts that we're going to give away to callers. So if you call in, we have a CO detector, either plug in or wire in, depending what's in your home, uh, for the callers in. Uh, so make sure you give us a call and have some questions. Um, Dan and I were at the Knights game last night. You stayed to the end. I left early, like I normally do when I see there's no hope. I, I'm exiting. Um, but it was a teddy bear toss. It was. Uh, I got a few bumps on the back of my head from yes. the bears, but we're we're in a target area. We are. That uh, they come hit us on the top of the head. And then they come from the side as yeah. they try to get past all the yeah. mesh to throw them on the ice. But so if you turn around, don't turn around to see where it came from. No. <laughs> <laughs> don't. Just just keep looking forward. And I think they had over 8,600 yes. Uh, yes, bears sir. that they collected. So yeah, I, yeah. yeah, they filled more than a three pickup truck three loads. Pi- and yeah, and then they were carrying bags off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was, a, it was a good night last night. Yeah. Uh, just Mr. Gilbert's not with us today. He's home faking sick. You know, I phoned in sick for two days and then, you know, I think it's just the Christmas music we're playing. He doesn't like it. So, so we'll see what happens. He might be at home secretly putting up his Christmas stuff. Yeah. Now (laughs) maybe Bing Crosby, maybe he's got it putting his air conditioner cover on. (laughs) Maybe he's doing that. Uh, I wanted to mention that tickets are on sale for the Continental Cup, you, you know, as low as $20.20 per ticket. So uh, jump online and get those. Today, um, it's a busy day. We got an ice rink being built at Jurgison Park, which in Byron, they're putting, a, we're going to have a, a rink there for the community, and they're doing that oh, yeah. at 10 o'clock. So 
Then uh, at 1 o'clock, i got to be at the London Curling Club because we're handing out all the volunteer uniforms to the 155 oh. volunteers of uh, the Continental Cup. So uh, make sure everybody supports it, gets down there. It's a great Christmas gift, as well as a CO detector is a great Christmas gift or a housewarming gift if you don't know what to get somebody. But um, you can go to www.curling.ca slash 2020 Continental Cup. And you can buy tickets online. And it happens at the Western Fair District from January 9th to the 12th. So that's where I will be. We're going to do the show live that mm-hmm. that uh, Saturday from the entranceway. Wear your winter coat because the door keeps opening. The wind <laughs> keeps blowing in and it gets a little cold. But yeah. it's going to be live from there and be a lot of fun. Now, this is a sad day or a sad day coming up. John, that, uh, we're going to, we remember Lori, but maybe you can tell how the, uh, Hawkins Gannett Foundation started. Uh, well, we started 11 years ago, actually, when the accident happened, uh, to my niece, Lori in Woodstock, Ontario, and she passed away with her husband and both their children. So actually it's a very sad day tomorrow because that's, uh, when Lori actually passed away from the incident. And it's, you know, and and I, I had mentioned before this, I could still remember, you know, when it hit the news and, and we all found out about it, but I can still remember thinking like, how did this happen? How, how could a whole family perish from CO and, and they didn't know. Uh, and I guess that's where your work started. Well, it started there, but actually, uh, you know, once, once the incident happened, I blame myself for that. Cause that's on the fire department for all those years. And had been responding to CO calls, of course, fire calls, et cetera. I should have been warning her not only about fire protection, about CO protection too, but accidents happen. And because of the accident, uh, we've moved forward and uh, a lot of good has come th- uh, from the work from the foundation. And how many years ago did the law come into effect in Ontario that you must have a CO detector outside every sleeping area in the home? Well, the law was actually passed in 2014 and it had a six month grace period where everybody could go out and get a CO alarm. So we didn't have to, you know, uh, have a mass exodus about good people couldn't get them and actually come into effect in 2015. So, uh, since then we've had a lot of success in my opinion about the, the pro the process itself. It saved a ton of lives and that's what we've been trying to do. And, and you, we were talking during the break there that you've seen, they've seen a reduction already in, in calls, uh, response. Well, the, 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 the fire department still respond to a lot of CO calls and mind you, they do a great job. Every fire department in Ontario is well prepared for handling these calls. Uh, but the, the medical side of it, yes, it, we've seen a, a reduction, not only in the visits to the hospitals, but in also in the deaths. So we know that the primary thing for preventing carbon monoxide deaths and, and, um, exposure is the law. It's really worth doing its job, but now we need to educate. And that's what we've been doing for the last four or five years. And not just in Ontario, but right across Canada. Now, Dan, I know you're retired now. (laughs) So I know you don't fall asleep anywhere but to your bedroom, correct? (laughs) <laughs> That's correct. Yeah, baby. yeah, no, no. I, I think it's the, no, the I beg couch, to differ. Yeah, uh, I was, the couch downstairs, maybe couch uh, upstairs. Yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's easy. It's easy when you're watching TV quite often. That's when you may nod off. Yeah, and that's where I say, you know, you need to see oh 
alarm there. It, you know, I fall asleep. You know, my routine is get home, turn on the TV, try to make it to the 11 o'clock news, but I usually fall asleep. Yep. And then something on the TV wakes me up at like two in the morning and I go to bed. <laughs> but I said, Peter, you need to put one in the living room because you're falling asleep there. Well, that's uh, the law states you have to have them outside all your sleeping quarters. So if you have sleeping quarters upstairs, put one in the hallway outside your sleeping quarters. Lots of people have people sleeping quarters in the basement. So anywhere you have sleeping quarters. But I say for optimum protection, put one on every floor, just like yeah. smoke alarms. Yeah. And then, you know, for the, uh, like I was saying last week, uh, Canadian or Home Hardware had them on for $19.77. Yeah. And I say for 10 years of protection, wow, that's two bucks a year to protect your family. Well, yeah. maybe you know? when we come back, we got to go to a quick break, but when we come back, we can talk about how they do at Spire because especially older ones have different expiry times. But remember those phones are, lines are open. So give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. I really wish Steve was here to hear that, don't you? Don't He's you at really? home listening you know, to it. Really? I know it. That, now, that was from Candace. So we know the uh, St. Thomas Executive Association. We meet for lunch every Tuesday. Yes. And I stood up and said, listen, I need your favorite Christmas songs. So the, the four this week are all from uh, STA members. So I was from Candace and... You know, something about I'm waiting for Christmas from a hippopotamus or something like that. <laughs> no, you got to have grandchildren, then you'd understand. Yeah, I, I had never heard that. I'm looking at it until I had to look it up. But uh, now, last year when John was here, Jamie, you brought in your, your carbon monoxide alarm. Yes. Yep. Uh, because older alarms expire, my understanding, like three, five, maybe eight years. Uh, the newer ones have really changed, um, but people weren't looking at them. Well, you know. years ago, uh, they don't make them anymore, seven years or older. Uh, so if you had one of those, you know for sure it's way outdated. But the new ones, they're 10, year, 10 years, and uh, the, the absolute new ones are sealed batteries. So if you buy a combination alarm, a smoke alarm, or a seal alarm, they have sealed batteries. You don't have to do anything to, to them for 10 years. And they're smart alarms. They chirp and they won't stop chirping when the end of life comes. So all you have to do is once a month go over, press the button, make sure it's working. And they, the the uh, kid uh, alarms, they start reading the digital readout at a low level? Uh, most alarms activate between 60 and 70 parts per million. Yeah. And that's when it starts to get dangerous. I say, you know, yeah, that's for alarms, but I'm saying any amount of carbon monoxide is not good for you. So dangerous, I, I say 10 parts, you walk around every day breathing in 10 parts per million. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But if you get up to 60 or 70 parts per million, that's going to start causing long-term effects on your body. So I say, you know, get an alarm and that's going to keep you from dying, but any carbon monoxide is not good for you. That's right. Mm -hmm. Well, we're going to head to the phone lines and we've got David on the line. Hi, David. Go ahead with your question. Good morning, guys. And I'm sorry about morning. the anniversary of the death of the family. Due to the carbon monoxide, that's terrible, but we have good things from it with the new law. So, question for Dan yeah. about plumbing. 
Um, okay. Earlier this year, I had called in asking if there was something about a water heater that um, that would stop giving out the hot water at certain points in time. But I figured out it's not the water heater. There's something in the plumbing lines itself. So okay. I can be in the kitchen. I can be running the hot water. And it's lukewarm or, or even cold. And then all of a sudden, I'll hear this little sound, like a thump. Yeah. And then the hot water will start coming. Yes. So is, it, is there like an air problem, maybe some air blockage in the line? Or what do you think, Dan? Have you got a two-handle faucet or a single-handle? Single. A single? Yes. I hate to mention any brand names, but it's, it's probably the cartridge in the faucet. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, does it, do you have a spray that pulls down? You know, a lot of the newer ones have a, a fancy sprayer in them. That's correct. Well, there is a check valve in that sprayer that does prevent the water from mixing. And if that check valve is stiff in there, then that will prevent, you know, hot or cold one or the other from coming through. So you may have to take that apart and find that little check valve. And if you can't see it, um, maybe go online and see if you can find a, a breakdown or if you have the paperwork, and it'll show you where that check valve is. Wow. Okay. That's probably oh. what it is then. Well, give it a try, and I wish you guys a Merry Christmas. Okay, hey, you Merry too. Merry Christmas to you Thanks too. for calling. Thank Thanks, you. David. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. So... That check valve is, as you know, on mine, on mine's a single handled. You, you grab it, you can clean the yeah. sink out with it yeah. or whatever. So is the check valve in the rubber hose yes. area? Yes, and yeah. it's, it's very tiny because it's only a, a three-eight or a half-inch tubing in there, so it's not very, very big. But if it sticks, I can see that you would get, uh, you know, either hot or cold or... And know. it can stick just from... Uh, debris coming through the exactly. lines and building it could be up. just a little piece of anything there that make it stick. So yeah, it's kind of like my my curling shot. Sometimes <laughs> my stick sticks, and I Sometimes miss the shot. Sometimes your stick, stick does <laughs> stick. No, you make more than you miss, Peter. Yeah, that's, I'm getting better. <laughs> Is that good? Yeah, yeah. practice. Hey, practice. Just practice. This gentleman here had an awesome game on Tuesday night. We played probably our best game ever, so, and walked off with a smile. Yes, yeah. we did. We had a good game. So. Now, I I recommend to people on their their CO alarms that when they buy them, if it's a ten year alarm, write the date ten years from now on the back of the alarm, so that if you ever pull it off the wall, and you look and it says you know uh, December twenty nineteen before it even alarms, you go I need to replace this, go buy a new one, and do it. That's a great advice because that leaves you uh, protected at all times. Some people leave it till it starts to beep. They take it out. They forget to buy one. Those two or three nights are probably going to be when it happens because that's what accidents are all about. Yeah. But dude, that's a good idea. And with that, like I was saying, with the t new sealed battery ones, they're they're called smart detectors. They'll start beeping, and you'll think, "Oh, I need to replace the battery." It won't stop beeping no matter what you do to it. And that's because they're smart detectors, and they're telling you, "Hey, my life's over. I need a new. I, you need a new detector." Yeah. Now I'm um I'm a pessimist. Is that what you'd call me, Jamie? And, <laughs> yep, a little bit. You know, I always think, really, is the battery really going to last? Is it going to die? And I won't get that alarm. It, is the technology that good on them now? 
It's like, uh, you know, uh, most battery uh, companies and stuff like to put them in. They they build in that safety factor. So th- those batteries are probably good for yeah. 11 or 12 years. Okay. But yeah. they only put down 10. 10. Yeah. And that, it's been that long because I, we started this two years ago. And they never really put the detectors out because I think they were having problems. But now they've got technology that has got these batteries down pat. And these bat- now they're out on the market. And... What's really good is save the fire departments because, you know, when we used to go in on fire calls, because I was a firefighter back then, and we'd always have a house fire. And the first thing on our fire report was, were the uh, smoke detectors working? No. Go around and you see the covers were off and the batteries were out of them. Yeah. <laughs> well, now they can't do that. So that's helped the fire department a, a lot. Yeah. And I, I mean, mine, I've come home to when I, when my old dog was alive to the house destroyed because the the bat you know was beeping to tell you to change the battery, and the dog's going, <laughs> "What's this noise?" Out. And yeah. it's it's going crazy. So now knowing that I got up ten years, hopefully before I got to worry about that happening, but they also have a nightlight on them. I, you know, I I the one I have right outside my bedroom. When I open the door, I can see my route to the bathroom, yeah. and <laughs> and and that's a huge thing that you can put it in to help the kids or a nightlight for babies and things like that. Yeah, they've got they've got everything to cover every situation. I really like the combo alarms that they have now. Uh, the seal battery, you you put one detector up on the ceiling, smoke seal, and you're done. You know, and they're great detectors and they're seal batteries. Right. Now the digital readout, do you be, like I've, I'm, uh, you know, I say it should be that. So like you said, if I see it zero, 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 and then I see 10, go investigate, go figure out what it is. Uh, if it doesn't have a digital readout, I don't even know that's happening. Exactly. And if everybody would take a few seconds, nobody ever reads that booklet inside, but turn the detector over and read the back of the package at least. And, and that t- gives you a good indication of what, uh, a severity it is. But I love the, the digital readout because it, if you're away and you come back, you can press the peak alarm on those and it'll tell you if you've had an incident while you've been away. It mm-hmm. stores the highest level. So if you you put the detector in and it reads zero and you go away for a month or and you come back and you hit the button and it says 70, well, you know, there's been a problem in the house somewhere, right? So those detectors are awesome. I really like them, digital readout. Yeah. But you got to read the booklet to make, to let you know what the severity is and so you know what you're doing when you're... And to know when they start. Exactly. Like, like if they don't start at zero and they don't start to 25, you can still have that. Yeah. that. And like I say, most detectors are 60 to 70 parts yeah. per million. That's when they activate. So so you pressed yours? You yes. have a garage yep. right yep. next yep. door? Yes, I do. Well, yeah. I guess no car parks no, in it. No right? car it's, parked in it. But I do a man. Have, but I do have a fuel-consuming appliance in there. Yes, you right? do. My heater, so... Yep. And I, I have done it and I've seen the highest we've seen on ours is, is 17, um, but it's never been above that in, in the two years since we've had ours plugged in. So, Yeah. That's just, sometimes it can be just depending where you are, you know, like in a garage and you have one in your office with the door going between, it could be the exhaust that yeah. elevates it. There's so many yeah. reasons that it can happen, but the po- my point is kudos for you for having, just to have yeah, one. Yeah. Because, you know, if it goes above 17 and you've always seen it at 17, all of a sudden it goes up to 60, you're now going, we know oh, there's a problem, right? Wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're going to take a quick break. Remember that phone line's open at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. watch out, you better not cry, you better not bow. I'm telling you why. Say. 
Now, that was yours, Jamie. Yes, it was. So tell us a story why well, you picked it, that, because Dan thinks it's just a backup well, singer. <laughs> we know Dan doesn't have great taste in music, but <laughs> just, uh, no, Bruce Springsteen, longtime rocker, and, I mean, he throws that out around Christmas time when he's doing his concerts, and just to show rock and roll can be part of Christmas, too. Now, who's the guy he yells out to the, um, I want to say it's the trumpet? With the, the saxophone. Yeah. 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 He's passed away since then. Oh, yeah. Clarence, yeah. 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 Because he always yells, yeah. Clarence, yeah. what are you he, getting for Christmas yeah. or something? a good boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and that's what I remember from that song when I hear it. So, yeah. so anyway, thank you for sending yeah. that in. Appreciate yeah. that very much. Anything I can do to spice up the show? Well, yeah, we need you being here without Steve. That's spicing up the show. So, so, but we hope you're getting better, Steve. I hope we're sitting at home. I better see if he texts me here. Oh, here is a text. Oh, no, Richard. Nope. Oh. Richard, what's he? Richard. Armchair technician Richard, what's he saying? Costco is selling a two-pack, 10-year smoke and CO alarm for $90. So that is... $45 or $4.50 a year per alarm for full coverage. So yeah. that's what we're talking about. Uh, you know, like uh, they're getting their Christmas sales right now and you can buy CO alarms or combination alarms. You know, a lot of people got to take a look at it and say, look, for 10 years for 90 bucks, that's pretty cheap. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you know, some of us, you know, what do I get dad or what do I get mom or how, you know, what do I... <laughs> I mean, that's protecting them, looking yes. after yep. them. I, yep. Yeah, I, it is. Anybody who moves into a new home, that's normally what I give yep. just to make sure that they're covered. And they say, well, we've already got one. I said, well, now, like you say, you put one on every floor and make sure it's all covered. Yes. We have we've the, given uh, our kids them for Christmas. Yeah. 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 We have the senior citizens program too. So if you know a senior <laughs> citizen on your street or uh, like, all four of us on this show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, take a take a minute and go in and, and and maybe help them. They might be uh, not being able to reach them. Uh, they might not be able to afford them. But we're trying to uh, tell everybody, hey, take take heed of the the senior citizens. If you know one, look after them. Yeah. Now, one thing I see all the time, we see it at the Knights game as we're walking to our parking lot. There's all these cars running with nobody yeah. in them, and I often think, you know. You know, my garage is separated from my house, but I can see the garage door from the window. So I can press the garage door opener, open the door, then start the car. But how many times do people start cars in that garage and it's attached to the home and the carbon monoxide is just coming in? And that's why it's part of the law. If you have an attached garage or, or fuel burning appliances. Uh, but there's a lot of incidents that, uh, like, for example, I was to explain to you about last year when a young gentleman came home from work, rolled over on his car keys, started his vehicle up, and unfortunately he passed away. So, you know, we, these weird incidents happen, and you got to take heed of everything. You know, don't keep your keys in your pocket. But most of all, when you start that car, make sure the door's closed between the house and the garage and have the garage door open. Yeah, yeah and, and then, I mean, a lot of us, the door doesn't quite close, you know, and we know that, but we got to grab it and pull it, but that's a sign, get it fixed. Also mm -hmm. carbon monoxide can penetrate uh, walls. They've uh, done studies in uh, a cinder block or drywall. Or, so it can actually seep through the walls if you've had that car running for a long time yeah. and get into your house that way as well. Now, is it lighter than air or no. heavier? Uh, carbon monoxide is the same density as air. So that's why you can put a detector anywhere on the floor or on the ceiling, et cetera. Not like smoke. Smoke alarms, heat rises, so you have to have them on the ceiling. Right. Okay. Now, do they have uh, your smart 
thermostats, are they tied in? Can you get a CO detector or smoke detector tied in with your smart hub Google thingamabobs on your wall? Now, I'm going to talk years ago, like four or five years ago, because technology is changing. Nest came out with one that would communicate um, that, but I'm not sure if, if other ones have come out that will connect to your. Yes, there's another brand out. I can't, sure, I can't remember the name of it, but you can Google it or whatever, but they do have them where you can communicate with them. If uh, your alarm goes off, it, it actually activates your phone, an app that you have on your phone. So yeah, yeah the, you can, and you can also like heating and everything like that, you can do with your phone now. So yeah. I can even, you can even uh, have an app now where you can start your car with your phone. Yeah. yeah I so, have, yeah. yeah, I have that. that so, on mine. you but. know, it's, you know, the, uh, the technology is out there and it's available. So. But that, that, you know, it's like, um, security systems that have smoke and, and CO attached to them and everything. But a lot of times what I like about the alarms that have a battery backup is the hydro goes up. Now my security system goes down. Or anything that's connected to smart goes down at that point. Yes, exactly. I s- said this is, you know, where we can make sure that things are going on. Yeah. I know years ago they used to have the uh, CO and smoke alarms. The CO alarm never had a battery backup. And uh, nowadays that's, you can't have it. It's, it it's, you have to have a battery backup for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, we saw it in Ottawa when the, the ice storm went through and they brought in their barbecues and started cooking. Exactly. Yeah. So, yep. The ventilation, no ventilation. If, if, when they put generators between houses and, uh, the, the lady thought she was doing well by protecting her food in the freezer. But in the meantime, the exhaust is going into the next door neighbor's house because of the window open. Yeah. So yeah. you have to make sure of where, when you're ventilating, yeah. where you're ventilating, but most of all, make sure it's well ventilated. And if you're out shoveling your sidewalks and stuff, take a few seconds and check all your vents to make sure that they're not blocked. Yeah, exactly. Well, we're going to head to the phone lines. We have Barb on the line. Go ahead, Barb. Uh, good morning. 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 This, this is a kind of a weird situation, but uh, I just thought I would pick your brains for a bit. Um, we had a, a bathroom renovation done this year um, and with brand new sink, brand new vanity. Um, they had to change the plumbing a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, but what we're finding is we're getting a kind of a size. I call it a sewer odor, kind of a sour odor from the sink. Yeah. The, the plumbers have been back multiple times. They cannot find any reason for it. And I wonder if you've ever come across that. Uh, how long ago did you have the renovation? How long ago was the renovation? It yeah. was in, uh, well, February, March. February, March of this year. Oh, yeah. Not too long ago then, really. No, it was, it's, it's been happening right from the start okay. like right as soon as we started using the sink but and yep. like i say the plumbers have been back multiple times and they yep. cannot find a reason for it well if the the vent that 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 fixture how old's the house roughly uh it was built in 1991 <clears throat> okay um there is a vent that will come off of that sink it'll be in the wall you won't be able to see it yeah but if that is partially plugged that the when you drain a fixture, it will try to suck air from wherever it can, and sometimes yeah. it will pull water out of a trap. Like say, when you flush the toilet or yeah. um, drain the bathtub, it will suck air out of the trap in the basin, and then you yeah. will get an odor that comes up through there. I think they've checked all of that too. Okay, 
It's uh, just very, very weird. So I thought, well, you guys have been in business for a long time. I wondered maybe if you could Okay, come well, it. there's an overflow on that uh, basin also. Yeah. A hole there? Yeah, we've, we've, so we discovered there was, um, right, and it shouldn't have been, brand new thing, there was grunge built up in there. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay. But we've never, ever, I mean, we've been homeowners for years, we've never had a, a thing where, Probably we're going to have to put vinegar or bleach down it every week. Try like, lemon juice. Pardon me? Try lemon juice. Lemon juice. But yes. the thing is, you shouldn't have to do that all the time. No, not all the time. But if you didn't get it out there, flush it out the best you can with hot water. And, yeah. then, and then try some lemon juice. Okay. And see how long that lasts you. All right. If not, you'll have to look further. But that's the best way to try it first. Okay. okay? Thank you. All right. Okay. Bye Thanks, now. Barb. Bye. Appreciate Bye. that. And we're going to head right to the lines, and we have Todd on the line. Hello. Hi. Hi. Um, I know when it's getting colder and my house is not getting warm, so I did not know what to do. So do you, uh, what's your thermostat reading? What's the temperature on your thermostat? I do not know. Okay, so you've got to locate wherever that thermostat, the temperature is in your home. Okay. And as the temperature changes outside, it will take your house uh, a day or two days to adjust to that. Okay. So like yesterday we were at at freezing and today we're colder than freezing. So it may take a day or two for the house to adjust. If you're feeling cold, you need to adjust that thermostat a little higher for that day or two just to make it comfortable for you. Okay. But there's nothing wrong. It's just the adjustment the house has to make. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Yep. Thank, thank you. Have a Bye. nice Christmas. Yep. So we're, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, remember those phone lines are open at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. One of my favorite bands, Bare Naked Ladies. <laughs> and that was Jingle Bells, Hetty. Hetty texted me that before the meeting was even over. <laughs> Didn't we say no electronic use during the meeting? And I, oh, yeah, that's true. You know, and I got that before the meeting was over. So. But anyways, thanks, Hetty, for that. And that's Silverthorn Landscaping, Elgin Transmission, and CDV Events uh, are the companies that uh, both Candace, Jamie, and Hetty represent. I'm, I'm in good company. <laughs> Are you? Yes. Of them or with well, me? with you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Come on. Sitting right across from you. I was thinking, yeah. yeah. Normally, yeah. you're not that polite to me. I wasn't quite <laughs> sure where that was going. So. <laughs> so if we had to, you know, we have a final five, six minutes here. What would you like to get out to the public uh, we know people are listening to us down in Brantford. They were talking to you last time you were on a year ago. So a shout out to Brantford, but everybody that's in the listening area, what do they need to know? Well, we advocate three things uh, at the foundation. Number one, make sure you get a working CSA approved CO alarm, put it in your house a day. Don't wait. 
because that's when an action is going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Number two, educate yourself on the dangers of uh, carbon monoxide and get your appliances checked by a qualified technician every year. So those are three things that if you abide by them, you're not going to have, um, most likely you're not going to have an incident. Can't say yeah. that for sure. Uh, and also at this time of year, make sure that you check your vents and make sure that they're all open. I'm sure that the heating and air conditioning guys yeah. do that for them. But a lot of people that don't get their appliances checked, they got to make sure their vents are, are not blocked up by birds or snow or whatever it might be. Yeah, exactly. And and Steve, Steve's taking a lot of heat because <laughs> there was a question about can leaves get into a vent and Steve said no. And Richard <laughs> texts from his armchair to say no, Steve. So now every time Richard gets a plug vent by leaves, he sends Steve the picture. <laughs> but they do get plugged, whether it's a sure wasp nest or like you say, a bird or leaves or, you know. We say when you're shoveling, you need to shovel the gas meter. You need to shovel the vents for the furnace, the fireplace, the water heater, the dryer. You know, yeah. all of those need to be cleared. And everybody says, oh, they heat up and they'll melt it. Thanks. Well, but it's the first five minutes where they haven't heated up enough to melt it that can be the problem and they need to shovel them and yeah. work at it. Exactly. And I think in our community, uh, we need to pay more attention to, uh, I know I'm harping on this, senior citizens, but... I've run into uh, two or three of the senior citizens that I go to their homes and they're very, they, they're proud people. Yeah. They, they And I say, listen, I'm just here to try and help you. So I give them a free CO alarm and I go in and inspect them and their smoke alarms are outdated. Yeah. So, you know, just take a few minutes. If you know a senior citizen, take a few minutes, go over and have a cup of tea with her. If you have to sit down and say, okay, can I help you with your smoke and CO alarms? You'll be very happy if uh, you save that senior citizen uh, life. So if we just take a few minutes and prepare ourselves for these seniors in our community. Yeah. Look after our neighbors. I mean, that's yeah. what, what Canada was built on was looking after its neighbors and we need to get back there to make sure that, you know, now we go in our little houses and shut our doors and we don't really know who our neighbors are and Thanks. we need to get back out to do that. Yeah. I know who my neighbor is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting right beside yeah. you. Yeah. 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 Does he shovel your line, your driveway, Dan? Sometimes has, it has well, been in the past, yeah. yeah. But Dan should be, he's, Dan's retired now. So he's you should come too. home I've to done, Yeah, I've done, yeah. We kind of. Like, don't you have a snowblower? Yes, yes, I do now. <laughs> and do you have a pickup truck? Yes, I do now. Oh, great. Uh, you know where I live. <laughs> so when I get home from work, you'll have that all done for me? Yeah, Make sure you start that snowblower outside, eh? <laughs> yeah. We do. There, there, there's a few neighbors that the two of us kind of, uh look after yeah, around yeah. our neighborhoods. So. Well, and that's what, that's what Canada's about. Yeah, that's what we're all yeah. about. But, but that's, you know, the other thing, snowblowers, lawnmowers, weed whippers, all of that, you know, we have to pay attention to that you're in the garage starting it. Gasoline even stored in a garage can leak into a home, the smell. And yeah. Yeah, we, we like yeah. to carry those messages as well. You know, I, I'm very high on carbon monoxide, as you, you know, yes. but I'm also carry the smoke alarm. But I also, uh, if I see something, like for example, when I went into a house and she had her CO detector right down by her furnace and I moved it out into the hallway and around her furnace was all these clothes and everything. And I said, you, you, you can't have that. That's a safety f issue, you know, or a jammed door. Hey, that door's jammed. Well, I can't get out there. I have to go out that door. Two ways of escape. Yeah. All these uh, special little yeah. tips that you yeah. can pass on. Well, and we, we hound and, and it's, you know, I'm not bad mouthing our industry. I'm not bad mouthing manufacturers, but we are seeing more cracked heat exchanger in younger 
aid furnaces than we've seen ever. Now, I believe a lot of it is the filters aren't getting changed. And so it's putting the stress on that heat exchanger and it doesn't have a quarter inch plate anymore. So it's easier to crack or pop rivets or things like that will happen. But, you know, that yearly maintenance and that changing your filter on a regular basis really will help that furnace and prevent it. And fireplaces, we say you need to clean the glass twice a year. So, you know, once when it has a maintenance done and then once because if it's carboning up or getting dirty quickly, that's a sign that it's not running right and you need to get somebody out there. Exactly. If you can't see the flame, call us. Exactly. exactly. And, and you can be safe because if you do a, an annual inspection, I mean, what, what's it cost you? A couple hundred dollars to have somebody to come in and, and you, I have gas stoves, gas furnaces, gas water heaters, gas fireplaces. We've got so much uh, fuel burning appliances in our homes and attached garages. So yeah. to, to be safe, I mean, to me, it's a, a cheap way of keeping your family safe from carbon dioxide and fire. Well, and I laugh, you know, I shouldn't laugh, but I'll be barbecuing and I could smell the steak burning. <laughs> and I often think if I can smell the steak, I can, carbon monoxide's coming into the house here. Maybe I need to move my barbecue to another area that I don't, don't smell that, but. Or don't burn the steak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the other thing you could try to do. You know how, you know, you, you see a squirrel, squirrel, <laughs> you know, kind of get busy on something yeah. else. And then what was I doing? Oh yeah, I was cooking. I need to go and look at that. But. Well, if you could think of an accident, a freak accident can happen. I've heard them all. You know, we could, I could talk about tons of weird incidents that people have passed away from something that we would never have thought of. So if you see something and it, it, it twigs on you, then yeah. do something about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, Dan, I had a question in here that I make better, uh, you know, is it, and I need the godfather of plumbing to answer this one. And it, it's a little bit about cooking here. So oh, I know you'll okay. be good at this, but. Who gave you this uh, question? Uh, no comment. <laughs> Is it okay to pour bacon or cooking grease down the sink or the toilet? Well, I know my wife didn't call that question to you <laughs> for sure. Why? Because she does that? <laughs> no, no, she does not. <laughs> no, that is not a good thing because it will congeal once it gets into the trap. Or down the line, and the next thing you know, it'll be layer after layer after layer. And then the next thing you know, you do have a pretty plugged line. And it is hard to get rid of yeah. once it gets plugged up like that. So um, actually, my municipality, when you go to get your garbage tags now, actually gives you a container for you to, they give you more than one to pour that in. And then we always freeze it, and, and they tell you to put it out with the garbage, but. Which no, mean no, I burn mine at my campfire. Yeah, that makes you hungry yeah. at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> now you better give a shout out because London doesn't do that. I know Central Elgin. Central, no, Central Elgin. Elgin. They they give you uh, twelve or more containers yep. and and tell you to put your grease down there. And when you get that container filled, put it out with your garbage. They'll dispose of it, and then you just continue on with your next yep. container. Well, if you need any for your fire, let me know. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I'll bring mine over yep. and give it to you. I yep. can 
I can have a campfire with you while you're We can get you some containers. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that might be. That wasn't me, though, Dan. Put that question in there. But but now I'm thinking I may better get my drain clean (laughs) because that's that's the challenge you have. Um, uh, Natural gas generators are becoming more popular. We're starting to see them outside houses and that more. They can be a concern with the exhaust coming off of them. Yep. Any, any fuel burning apply, you know, if, if you got gasoline or propane or yeah. whatever it might be, and it's incomplete combustion, but if it gives off an exhaust, you got to make sure that it's well yeah. ventilated. It doesn't matter whether it's propane or whether it's gas. Yeah. And yeah. also be aware of the fact that if you put that, that generator outside, you got your next door neighbor may have a window open. So make sure that you let yeah. them know and take that into consideration. Yeah. Because the houses are being built a lot tighter. A lot closer. Um, you know, sure. There's, there's yeah. not the air that yeah. can go around that, but. Well, our heart goes out to you, John, and your family. We know it's going to be a difficult time tomorrow. We know it's a difficult time all year long, not having Lori and her family there with you. But uh, we appreciate the time you give to come down here and and spend with us on a Saturday morning to help educate our listeners. And uh, we greatly appreciate it. And thank you for bringing the gifts that we're going to be able to give out to our callers in today and make sure they're safe. We'll have... Our uh, technicians go by and make sure they're set up properly and working. Well, it's my pleasure. And I'd like to wish everybody a a happy holiday here in London, Brantford, Woodstock, et cetera. All of them, everybody. Merry Christmas. Exactly. Well, when we're not on the radio, um, I should thank Jamie and Dan on short (laughs) notice for coming in today. Thank you for picking up Steve's slack. You know, I'm glad you were able to do that. Glad we could do that. You know, yeah. make sure you collect from him, you know, get him to yeah. give you some money, coffees, yeah. whatever you'd like. And, but we hope Steve's listening. He's probably yes. not. Hope he's feeling better. Yeah. Yes, I hope he does. Sure. Uh, it's not normally he goes down and when he's down and out for three days, uh, it must be keep that flu at home. Yeah. I thought I was picking up Jen's flu from the hockey oh, game you? last night. I was going, okay, I don't need to get this this week. No, but, she, she was having a hard time speaking. Yeah. 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 So it's, uh, we'll see her again. She'll be on one side of the room at the curling club. I'll be at the other side so that we don't, don't get sick. But we want to thank everybody that called in today. And when you, if you were not on the radio, you can reach us by calling in London or St. Thomas at 519-681-2450 or in Sarnia at 519-786-2373 or always at one. 1- 866 experts, or you can reach us at online at royinch.com. You can listen to a podcast of the show at royinch.com by hitting the company tab, then the about us tab, and you'll see the inch by inch button. We're going to end the show with uh, coming home for Christmas by the Eagles with Russ. Thank you very much for that, Russ. And as we say at the shop, life is hard by the yard. Buy from inch, life's a cinch. We'll see you next week. So-